Welcome to the Simply Charlotte Mason podcast. I'm Sonia Schaefer, and today we're going to talk about three ways to sabotage lifelong learners. I hope you'll join us. We talked last time about how learning is a continuous process. It's something that should happen your whole life. And if you use six Charlotte Mason methods, you can educate yourself on many, many things without depending on a teacher or a class. You can, and should, self-educate. But sadly, for some adults, self-education holds little appeal. Perhaps you find yourself in that group and you're not sure why. For some reason, when you hear about intentionally learning something new as a grown-up, you have no desire to do so. Where did the motivation go? What happened? Well, my guess is that what used to motivate you when you were in school is no longer around. You were probably motivated by one, two, or all three common practices that are still used today in many schools, including homeschools, maybe in yours. You may not even realize how those practices can sabotage a person's desire to learn for himself. So let's talk about them. These are three practices that downgrade knowledge. They send the message that knowledge is not valuable in itself. It is only something you acquire in order to gain what is considered more important. So practice number one is putting the emphasis on grades. You remember circled letters at the top of your papers in red ink and report cards sent to your home? Those five letters, A, B, C, D, or F, with their pluses and minuses, soon became the main focus in school. Discussions became less about what did you learn today or what did you enjoy about this study and shifted to what grade did you get? Somewhere along the way, you learn to perform what is required in order to get a respectable grade. But the emphasis can so easily become earning the grade rather than embracing the knowledge. In Susan Schaefer Macaulay's book, For the Children's Sake, she said something that's very interesting about this. She said, if you think that the sick fear of not getting an A grade is a lofty means of motivating the child to excellence, I beg to differ. On the contrary, many children fall into a trap of failure and they try less and less. Others worry more about the grade than about actually learning anything for its own value or for their personal need. They are always focusing on what it looks like to others rather than on the interest of what they are reading about. Grades won't motivate a person past college. Once you're out of a formal classroom setting, that motivation is gone. And if you're used to trading knowledge for grades, there's no more reason to seek knowledge. If you want to become a lifelong learner, you will need to break free from the earning a grade mentality. Those five letters have nothing to do with true learning. Practice number two is fostering competition. It's another common practice that can actually stifle a love of learning, pitting one person against another to see who can achieve more or achieve faster detracts from what should be the real goal, 
knowledge. It's like the difference between eating a piece of pie at Thanksgiving and enjoying the flaky crust and savoring the delicious flavors versus a pie-eating contest. It's still pie, but the focus has changed. Now, instead of enjoying the pie for its own sake, it has become just a means to an end. Shovel it in as fast as you can in order to beat the other guy. Sure, competition may motivate a person to accomplish a task, but it puts the focus on the wrong goal. And in education, it degrades the role of knowledge. Education is not about using knowledge to compare yourself with someone else. It's about feeding your mind so you can grow as a person. In For the Children's Sake, Susan Schaefer-McCauley went on to say, Of course, at some point, we all have the uncomfortable test of measuring ourselves against others, but let us try to keep the true spirit of education alive as long as possible. Let us help the child gain skills really well for his own sake, not because of what somebody else can or cannot do. Competition won't usually motivate you to learn as an adult, because contests for adult learners are few and far between. If you want to start self-educating, you will need to shift your thinking to gaining knowledge for its own sake. And practice number three that can sabotage lifelong learners is offering prizes. Offering prizes for learning. Have you ever watched a toddler go through her day? Young children are born with a natural curiosity. They want to learn about everything around them. From the time they get up in the morning until the time their heads hit the pillow at night, they are exploring, observing, experimenting, taking it all in and processing. I have never seen a toddler who had to be bribed to explore, discover, and learn. They do it because gaining that knowledge gives them personal satisfaction. They love knowledge for its own sake. Somewhere along the way, though, well-meaning adults decide that they need to offer a trinket to reward learning. When that happens, they, hopefully unintentionally, send the message that knowledge is not reward enough in itself, and the prize becomes the goal. A shift begins to happen in the child's thinking. Knowledge becomes just a way to earn the prize. And yet, once again, prizes cannot continue to motivate a learner for his whole life. It is rare that you'll see adults receiving prizes for learning. Self-education is based on the mindset that knowledge is a prize in itself. Reignite that personal satisfaction that comes from knowledge gained, and you will become a lifelong learner. It's no wonder that some adults struggle with motivation to keep learning. Think of how many years you were prodded along with those three emphases, grades, competition, and prizes. They were held before you as the end goal of learning. While that innate love of knowledge for its own sake 
was pushed aside, downgraded, and withered. But it is not gone completely. It is not gone forever. Now that you realize how those substitutions have crept in, you can expose them and banish them. You can go in search of that natural curiosity that stimulates true learning deep in your heart, and you can nurture it. It's still there, hoping to be fed. And you can make sure that your child learns and grows in an atmosphere that cherishes knowledge for its own sake. That was one of Charlotte Mason's primary goals for her students. She said the first thing that this school is designed to teach is a love of knowledge for its own sake. The Story of Charlotte Mason, page 252. Years of focusing on and working toward grades, competition, and prizes will not produce a person who loves to learn on his own for the rest of his life. Those are two opposite paths, and you can't arrive at one destination if you're heading toward the other. Charlotte said in A Philosophy of Education, we are apt to work for one thing in the hope that we shall get another and a very different thing. We don't. We reap as we have sown. Page 277. So celebrate learning. Cherish knowledge. Rekindle that personal satisfaction that comes from exploring, discovering, and growing for life. You have been listening to the Simply Charlotte Mason audio blog, a reading of the weekly blog post from our site. You can always find the latest posts at simplycharlottemason.com or subscribe to our audio blog through the iTunes store. Thanks for listening.